0: Hey, Gab, what's going on? I don't know. I'm just a girl trying to find my place in this world. (laughs)
1: And welcome to T to Z where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin and I'm Gab and we will be your hosts on this journey. On
0: our last episode we talked about A Perfectly Good Heart and looked back on our first heartbreaks.
1: Today we are discussing another song from Taylor's first album titled A Place in This World.
0: This is another lesser-known song from her title album. It wasn't one of her hits from the first album, but it was still played on her tour. This is the fourth track. The album was released on October twenty-fourth, two 2006, and was co-written by Robert Ellis Oral and Angelo Petraglia.
1: A Place in This World has been played live 18 times, four times back in 2006, 12 times in 2008, once on her Fearless tour in two thousand nine, and once on her Reputation tour where she played it acoustically. So, if you happen to see that Reputation tour uh, with the acoustic version, let us know. We'd love to hear about it.
0: Yes, yeah, so cool. So, Devin, what do you think about this
1: song? This is another. This is another pretty uh, early one for her. Mm-hmm. First, first album. It has a little bit more going on than a perfectly good heart. Yes, there are. Some more lyrics, <laughs> yes, if you will. Start. <laughs> it's a song that is about trying to figure out what you're supposed to do in life. Uh, you're she's trying to find that something that gives her purpose, mm-hmm. and it's cool because it kind of goes in two different ways. The first verse is uh, about her just basically saying, "I don't know anything. I don't know what I want to do. Stop asking me about it." And then the second verse is like, actually, I I, I might be able to figure out what I'm trying to do. I've got the radio on and my old blue jeans and I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve. I'm feeling lucky today. Got the sunshine. Can you tell me what more do I need? Maybe she's a little bit more comfortable with Mm. not knowing what she's going to be doing with her life. But she's just trying to find her place.
0: Yeah, I felt that this song was super relatable. Even in the lyrics, she says, even though I'm not the only one who feels the way I do. So she's recognizing that others feel this way and others are searching for this place in the world or what their purpose is or what their role will be, what they want to do. And I like that. I think we are all we all go through that at different times, mm-hmm. probably multiple times in our lives. Um, and we're, you know, all just trying to find our place and kind of where we fit best. Definitely. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've definitely been tired sometimes of hearing people ask so uh, what are you gonna do with your life and what are you doing and and that's what she's tired about she's young in this and already she's get probably at 14 or 15 when she wrote this song people asking her like well what are you gonna do how -hmm. are you gonna do it how are you gonna be famous like all this stuff and she's like i'm just trying to figure it out yeah chill
0: (laughs) yeah and i think you know this song especially when it kind of hits that chorus it's super catchy it feels classic country to me Mm -hmm. um at least like of that early 2000s time and it's i have this weird thing with certain songs where when i hear them it feels like you've heard them forever like it feels like you already knew that song yeah i don't know if it's because it's so catchy or whatnot but this is one of those songs that i don't remember hearing for the first time but i feel like i've always known it right i don't know what that is but you'll see there are a few of those and especially if some of hers where it's just like oh like yeah that song
1: yeah um, well yeah. i i think country songs i guess kind of maybe all sound that way a little mm-hmm. bit they all have that nostalgia aspect to them i don't know what it is about them yeah but when you hear a country song you're like oh have i heard this one before yeah you know yeah and and you're, and you're like Wait, yes, I have, or no, I haven't, but I think I have, and I feel like it's the banjo.
0: Yeah, probably that feeling.
1: Yeah, the okay. banjo or the mandolin in there is like it gives it that. Huh? I don't know. It's that high. Ding 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 ding. ding. It's like, oh, your thought waves. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's true. It's true. All country songs, when you hear them, you're like, huh, and that might be the the fact that country songs all sound the same. Hmm. I don't know.
0: Do, do country songs follow that similar uh, ABA kind mm-hmm. of pattern? Mm. Yeah. So that could be part of it, too. Yeah,
1: they got the verse, you got the chorus, you got mm-hmm. another verse, you got a chorus, you got a bridge or something or whatever, and then you got one more chorus and then an outro or something, which in this song, the outro is really fun. Oh, I'm just a girl. Oh, I'm just a girl. Yeah, it's like oh, good to oh, sing along oh, to. Oh, it's I'm super, yeah. super catchy. I yeah.
0: think the chorus is pretty stellar. Yeah.
1: It it it's really good. And again, it's crazy that she wrote this so young and she's making like some of the catchiest tunes on her first album.
0: Yeah, and also immediately putting out a song that is universally relatable. Uh-huh. I don't think there's anyone who's like, I know what I want. I figured out to do it. I've never had any concerns. Like there's not Exactly.
1: Really. Um, but you know, going back to 22 If you did happen to have all your stuff figured out when you were younger or whatever, then please let us know. If you've never gone through this and you're like, oh, I've had had everything together my whole life. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I've always known my path. Always known my path. Always known what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) So on that note, what is a time in your life when you didn't know what you were doing?
0: I mean, like now, but we're not going to talk about that yet. (laughs) I would say for me, a big pivotal time of trying to find my place in this world um, was nearing that the end of high school, like heading into high school graduation, figuring out where I was going to go to college and why. I think I started doing theater in high school my freshman year, but it didn't become full time. This is what I'm interested in. I don't want to play sports and do other extracurriculars until my junior year and that's when I stage manage for the first time Mm. which for those of you who don't know they're the person who's kind of keeping everything organized backstage doing all the scheduling calling the light cues during the show those don't just happen magically someone's making them happen writing down all the blocking like keeping track of all the stuff having to do with the show I did that when I was 17 for the first time, and I had a really fantastic mentor in high school who was like, you know, this could be a career. Like, people do this for a job. And it was the first time where I really realized I could pursue theater in something that I loved creatively, but my organizational skills would come in handy because I was never, like, truly a performer. I didn't really thrive in that, but I loved being around theater people. And I think that was one of the first times where I started figuring out what my place in this world was. It wasn't quite in stage management, but it was in general management eventually. Mm-hmm. And um, that is what I went to college for. So I think finding my fa- my place in the theater world as a manager and that this industry as something that I just was so passionate about and wanted to be part of, I think was like such a huge turning point for me finding my place.
1: Yeah. And that's awesome that you had such great mentors in yeah. high school to push you in that direction. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Schaefer. Shout out to all of the high school teachers that have made us who we are today. Woo. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I I think that there was a time right after college for me when I had no idea what was coming next or what I was doing. I went to college for musical theater and I graduated and thought that I would just be on Broadway, like a lot of a lot of college students think when they graduate and I I was fortunate enough to get a couple of jobs out of college right away and the fact that I didn't have a place to live, and I didn't have a steady job, and I was moving from place to place, and didn't really even have enough money for actual groceries and stuff, was a time when I really didn't know what my place in the world was. I I, I knew what I wanted to do, and Mm -hmm. I knew what I was trained to do, but still i didn't have any sort of um stability mm-hmm. in that sense and and that's kind of a scary thing and and that's a little bit different than say what she was doing when she was writing this song of being in high school and just trying to find out what to do with her life then. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're out of college, you don't have much of a security blanket, mm-hmm. and you're kind of on your own. And But luckily, I, I did have support with my family and stuff, and since then, I have kind of figured out my place in the world, even though... Right now is such a crazy time and everything's been upended.
0: Yeah, I think it's about finding those certain things that can be steady. So mm-hmm. not every piece is up in the air. There are some where you're like, oh, that's a constant. Right, you having know?
1: Having a sense of stability is super important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So now is our segment of Gossip Gab.
0: So uh, Taylor's hidden message in this song is... I Found It, which I love. So I watched the YouTube clip of Taylor talking about this song when she played it during the Reputation Tour, and she played it it during the acoustic section when she would bring out some of her old songs, and she's wearing that really cool green sparkly kimono. And it was when she was in Pennsylvania, so it was, you know, her home state, show, which she brings up when she's talking about it. And she tells the story about um, going to Nashville when she was, you know, 11, 12, pretty young teen with her mom on a road trip and giving out her record and being like, hey, I'm Taylor, call me, this is my record, like sign me. And she tells the story of like handing all those out trying to get signed to record companies. And that how that makes her think about this song and when she was trying to figure it out. And then putting that Note in the liner notes that she found it I think is just so cool and meaningful and also showing that like this album getting produced was such a obviously huge breakthrough for her and it's really cool too looking back that you know she felt she had found her place in the music industry and in the world at that time and just thinking about how far she's come now like I, I'm sure she had huge aspirations, but as, like, a young girl, like, in the country field, like, I don't know if she could ever have imagined how much her career would skyrocket. Sure. You know? I mean, there's no one bigger than Taylor. There may be a couple people on the same level as her. Yeah. But.
1: I mean, she's, she has become the superstar of our generation.
0: I was talking the other day about how she's 30 and she has eight studio albums out. Yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: The discography, I mean, as you all will find out, is quite large. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we've got a lot of songs to go through, and the fact that each one of them, some being better than others, of course, and but every one of them is good.
0: Yeah, and she also shows no signs of slowing down, yeah. especially given that we just got a surprise quarantine album that she created in, like, three months, and it's right? beautiful. So good. Yeah. So it's she's just pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah, she really is. <laughs> yeah. So, Gab, what's your favorite line in this song?
0: My favorite line is in this song is when the chorus comes in for the first time and she's saying, I'm alone on my own and that's all I know. I'll be strong. I'll be wrong. Oh, but life goes on. I just love it. When it comes in for the first time, it's so exciting. There's so much momentum. And I like also that, you know, she's like, I'll be strong, I'll be wrong. Like, that's what happens. You know, you fail in life, you succeed. Yeah. But, you know, she's going to figure it out. And I think it's a great, a great line. I think that it's a very strong chorus.
1: Yeah. And I am right there with you. My favorite part is the second part of that line. I'll be strong, I'll be wrong. But life goes on. Oh. Yes, we agree on we our agree favorite on our line. favorite line. That, that's going to happen, I feel, a couple of times. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's true. Life goes on. And you have to keep that in perspective. Mm -hmm. And again, coming from a 14 year old writing these lyrics, it's crazy how at 29, I'm like, wow, I, I get it. Yeah. That this resonates. (laughs) Yeah. She
0: was able to write such a universal song. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Devin, uh, from one to 10 awkward conversations about what you're going to do with your life. Where do you give this song on the rating scale? Um,
1: I'm going to give this five awkward conversations about my life and not knowing where I'm going. Mm. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, a little bit more than A Perfectly Good Heart, Um, but still not that into it. I mean, it, it's one that I don't seek out currently. Mm. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other songs of hers that I'm currently listening to on repeat, and this is not one of them. Yes. How about you?
0: Um, I, this is where we're going to go off uh, the ratings a little bit. Ooh. I'm going to give it six Ooh. awkward conversations about what I'm going to do with my life. Okay. I For the similar reasons to you, it's not one of my favorites, mm-hmm. but it's just so dang catchy. Mm-hmm. And I just have found myself singing it all week, and I just, I really like when that chorus comes in. It's really strong. So keep listening along with us. Uh, Check us out on our Instagram at Tate2Z Podcast. Give us your thoughts about this song. Let us know about a time in your life when you're trying to figure it out. I'm sure right now, during the pandemic, we're all trying to figure Mm -hmm. it out. So we want to hear from you. Um, That's at Tate2Z Podcast on Instagram. Yes.
1: And next episode, we will be covering... Afterglow from the Lover album. We're getting the lover. Woo! Hey, come hang out with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z.
0: See you next time.